And on that, I am Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. Why'd you do that? Opposite day. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done one of those in a long time. I just thought, I just, I was looking it up. We haven't done day, weird, stupid holidays. Opposite day. Opposite day. So for those who haven't actually listened to this before, if this is your first episode, number one, where the fuck have what you been? What the hell are you doing with your life? Uh, but that's what we say. At the rear end. <laughs> for now, for now. Yeah. Normally by now you've just got the tip. Yeah. <laughs> You're right up the arse if you get that. <laughs> exactly. That's so it's, it's all over by the shouting. I can tell you uh, a few people, I reckon Catherine right now has got what what what? What what what? Have, have I missed <laughs> it? Have I somehow skipped to the end? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Catherine, why are you there? I don't know, picking your cherries or you, <laughs> I don't know, podding your grapes or doing whatever you're that. doing. Um, no, it's okay. We're just mucking around. Do you reckon we should backward mask an episode? <laughs> back backward, mask? Back mask. Back, I think it's called backwards masking. Please or, explain. It's the whole, um, if you listen to heavy metal backwards, you hear, oh, okay. the devil, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Back masking, I think is what it's called. Do you reckon, I mean, let's be honest, the people that listen now kind of are like, why do I do this every week? Yeah. If we reverse it, <laughs> no. I mean, is that going to be the, the nail in the coffin? Or they going to be lot, like, they've gone too far. That's a lot more work. <laughs> I did know, though, there was a guy who I knew, and I don't know why he did it, but he learned how to say certain phrases in reverse. So he could record it and it come out as a word or a sentence? No, just so he could say it. Okay. That's like people who learn Klingon. Oh, exactly. Like, why do you do it? So talk in to other people mean, that learn Klingon. In, you know what? If you're a Star Trek con- convention and you want to have a conversation with a female Klingon and she's only... Blah, blah, uh, then <laughs> There'd be nothing worse, would there? Blah. You go along and you're dressed up in your favourite Wesley Crusher uniform. Wesley Crusher! <laughs> <laughs> Set up. Good old Wes. Knowing me, though, I'd just be, I'd just be um, an away ensign in red. Like... <laughs> So you set up as him, and then you see across the the room, yes, a female Klingon, and yes. you're like, I tell you what, that does it for me. I love that crinkly you forehead walk action, up and she's so in sync with what she's doing with her cosplay. Yep, she only talks Klingon, and you're like, I knew I should have learned Klingon because I've blown it right now. It was an option. At you don't want to talk Crusher. <laughs> you want to Crusher. Yeah, hello. But you don't want to talk Crusher. Yeah. And now you've just lost it because you didn't learn Klingon. Klingon. Why wouldn't you learn Klingon? I think you can go to uni and do that, can't you? I reckon you probably could. Klingon 101. I reckon. <laughs> there book. would be a uni somewhere. Let me look. I've got to look There's at this. Got, I guarantee you, though, there is a uh, Klingon for dummies. Kling- I, I bet you there is. <laughs> There'd be at least... Let me just move my mic and I'm going to do a search. Maybe you could do a Zoom conference with the, the Klingon, Klingon uh, supporters group. <laughs> it's a bit like AA. It's um, oh, KA no Klingons Anonymous. <laughs> Klingons Anonymous. Uh, there is a Star Trek Klingon dictionary. Of course, there is. Um, right, uh, Do you reckon um, Gene, in his infinite wisdom, when he sat down and penned that very first Star Trek, was like, no, no, people are going to do this. Like they're going to learn this language because no one learns Vulcan. Do that well, probably they do. Oh, people just go to live long and prosper and think that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Romulan, for example. 
university cost. Oh. Mind you, what Tell would you, you what, say? I'm not looking good. I think you and I are probably going to end up on the count of three with our favourite non-Earth species on Star Trek. On the count of three, you need to say one. On the count of three, I've got to try and even think of any. Um, um, um. Tell me when you got one. Oh, um. Any species from any Star Trek universe. Any Star Trek. So next gen, Voyager, Deep Space Nine. Oh, shit. If, okay, I've, I've I've got two, but I can't I can't remember what the second one is, but I know the name. So, mm, right, 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 one, two, three, Borg. Borg. <laughs> 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 oh, I love you, man. Oh, that's so brilliant. Oh, I'm certain people think this shit's set up sometimes, but that's great. Do you want me to remind you of a joke that you told me 20 years ago? Oh, my God. Okay. Righto. So, back in the day, I was working at... You know you're getting old when you say back in the day. Back in the I day. I love that. but it's I just... was working at Optus, and I don't know where you were working, but you had access to a fax machine, and so did I. And for whatever reason... Would have been Stubbs Hardware might have 10 back then, I reckon. Probably. You... <laughs> so, Rodies, oh, this is before you sent someone an Insta, a tweet, um, <laughs> Facebook post. This was before social media. It was before almost pre-internet, for crying out loud. Yeah, there wasn't much. Like you could, you could find things on the internet. You wouldn't converse with people on the internet. No, you wouldn't. And you certainly wouldn't send a meme. So, Troy went to the trouble of sending me this. I don't remember this. Two things. <laughs> <laughs> Please enlighten me, Joseph Mather. Okay. Right, here we go. What do you call a mentally challenged Borg? What? A Borgy Corky. <laughs> <laughs> For those people who don't get that joke, um, Corky was the name of a kid who had Down syndrome who was on a TV show. So that was that. Makes sense back at the time. There was a Borgy <laughs> And here was the other one. I'm trying to remember it. Once again, you wrote these down or typed them up. <laughs> and faxed and them. And then faxed them to me at work. <laughs> That's how awesome you are. Oh, you faxed this to me. I love it. In the local supermarket, there were two female Borg <laughs> in fresh produce. i got a feeling that I made these up too. Yeah, they, don't, you did. they don't sound as I've read them it's somewhere. It's not like you read them online. <laughs> yep. There were two female Borg in fresh produce. And there was the last pineapple. And they both started to fight over it. They were blueing like you wouldn't believe. And then over the PA, we heard resistance in fruitile. Resistance in fruitile. <laughs> I remember that. Resistance I, in fruitile. I remember that. Now, that's over 20 years, and that still gives me a laugh. Resistance in freedom. (laughs) Now, obviously, in the facts, (laughs) I didn't get um, the the voice, but that's the voice I put to it. That's great. That's actually excited me so much. I've started sweating because it's warm. (laughs) My my blood pressure has risen out of joy. 
Um, uh, can I just in fruit can I just say fuck this? Guy obviously, the awesome. reason why we're going there is because of Seven of Nine. For for people mm. that haven't watched Trek, Seven of Nine was like a a sci fi nerd's dream date. Oh, absolutely, no she question was about it. Phenomenal, but part Borg, which is part like Android. Yeah, was little bits kind of intersected with her humankind and all the rest of it. Um, but the Borg up until that point have been really scary and all the rest. Well, they were and a collective. Here, yeah, and here comes this person that's like, well, she's all right. And she'd escaped the collective yes. and had her own independent yeah, thoughts. Yeah, but I mean, don't get me wrong. It doesn't take a lot to Excite bring forward watch- the joy of a sci-fi nerd, to be honest. I mean, yeah. anything female on one of those shows. and Deanna oh, Troy. Exactly right. <laughs> anything with Troy and it's hot, isn't it? <laughs> hot as guts. <laughs> uh, but the thing I was going to say is when uh, Picard, the new series, came out Jean-Luc. not long ago, and suddenly Seven of Nine comes back into that show, you not going to throw spoilers in, but oh my God, she is one of Hell of a woman. Yeah. She just comes in that show, kicks ass, and it's like, <laughs> even when I was younger, I get it now. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like, even now, I still get I it. I still get it. Yeah. yeah. Seven of nines are right. But um, just to go back on, on Klingon, mm. couldn't find any actual uni courses. Klingon but, uni. Um, but there is, um, there is someone who teaches Klingon. <laughs> of course uh, they do. A language of about 3,000 words. Okay. 3,000 words. That doesn't seem that many to remember. Um, I do struggle with English a lot, though, so maybe three Actually, thousand. I'll say this now. I'm right. It's actually, I mean, how long ago was this? Is it a 2017? short course? 2017. Yes. Uh, it's taught by uh, Mark Ockrand. Of course. And it's at the uh, Migros, I don't know, might be Migros uh, Club School, uh, Switzerland's largest adult education institution. Fuck me. I would never have thought the Swiss were involved. Mm. Learn to speak Klingon at this Swiss school. Imagine saying, I'm studying abroad in Switzerland. Really? What are you studying? Klingon. Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, all the women that are listening to that conversation, about 97% of those have just gone, oh, for fuck's sake, and fuck's walked sake. away. Those 3%, though, I want to marry them. <laughs> and yeah, you'd be like, oh, my God. Do you remember when I was dressed as Wesley Crusher 20 years <laughs> ago at the sci-fi Crusher. convention? <laughs> you were Klingon. And they'll be like, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> Wesley Crusher. It's such a good reference. He has got, uh, what's it, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. His name is. He's got a huge cult following. No, it's phenomenal. I've actually, well, I wouldn't say met him, but exchanged half a dozen words. In Klingon or? No, no. It w- was in <laughs> English. Um, sure, it wasn't me in Wesley Crusher cosplay. <laughs> no, it was it? not you in a Wesley Crusher cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> I, mind you, I'd pay good hard money to see that. Oh, I'll tell you, it would be a really bad... Uh, imagine that, of all the characters in Star Trek, the whole expanded universe that you could go as, you rock up, who are you? Wesley Crusher. <laughs> a teenage boy. Hi, I'm Wesley. Oh. Um, no, he was walking. Well, I've got. To, I would have been Riker, but unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, um, I'm there the were point. two others. So you were the third Riker. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm, at the point, I'm at the point now where if I tried to actually put my leg over the seat like he does, I'd probably pull a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that video? No, where it's just a combination video. Where, and he didn't even realise himself at the start. But every time he sits down, mm-hmm. he doesn't go around and sit on the seat. He puts a leg over the chair and sits down. Oh, and they've have. got a video on YouTube that shows him doing this multiple times. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. It becomes a thing. Because <laughs> you never notice it until it's showed to you. 
repeatedly. And then it's just, oh my now God. Now you can't unsee it. Yeah, my God, nerding out here at the moment. This is ridiculous. Well, Will Wheaton was at Supernova. Of course he was. And I was travelling from one building to another. He was travelling in the opposite direction with his minder and the owner of the show. And so I knew the owner of the show quite well. Um, and I walked up and they walked past and uh, Daniel says, hi. I said, oh, hi, Daniel. Hi, Will. How are you? And he's going, yeah, good. I went, excellent. See ya. <laughs> was his mum, Dr. Crusher, there with you? No. <laughs> no? But, but I think he was, there was this look of bemusement. As in, like, you know, should I be knowing this guy or something? Or Well, my, my greeting was just, okay, Will, how are you? Just cash. Just, how are you? You are, you are the ultimate cool. <laughs> and he's like, fine, thank you. And I'm like, nice, like, good. Like, you didn't want anything? No. So didn't even yeah. want his time. Just didn't being even, sociable. I didn't even break stride. Yep. <laughs> you were still like, at Warp Factor 5. You were just another <laughs> one. <laughs> I had a Klingon conference to go to. <laughs> Will went and said, I got shields. Activate shields. Shields up. <laughs> engage, engage. <laughs> oh, dearie me. <laughs> Wesley Crusher. The reason why I thought of him, by coincidence, I watched a movie the other night called Rent a Pal. Rent a Pal. Rent a Pal, which has got him in it. And it's a movie that's set, I'm assuming probably the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a guy that's... Um, he lives with his mum. His mum's quite nuts <laughs> and, and sick and all the rest. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's all fully cliche. So he lives in the like the the the, the, the basement. Yes, I was trying to get the right word for America. It's a basement downstairs. Lives with his mum. Looks after his mum. Perfect. And he's trying to find a girlfriend. So he's <laughs> he's signed up for this VHS dating service. Hang on, this sounds a bit like you. <laughs> <laughs> I've moved out of home a while back now. No, your parents moved out first. This is true. <laughs> yeah, I was known as a child to kick their parents out of home. Mm. But that's all right. Anyway, <laughs> rent a pal. Rent a pal. <laughs> Smart ass. Thank you. So. VHS dating. VHS dating. So basically what you do is you, and I'm, I'm, this might have been a thing back then. I don't I, even know. I guarantee but it was. you get tapes and there'd be people just being recorded saying, yes. hi, I'm, I'm Troy, I'm... 47 years old, I enjoy dressing up as Wesley Crusher and, uh, and trying to learn Klingon. I live with my mum yeah. and all the rest of it. She's really sick, but I love her and blah, blah, blah. So, Troy, are you doing one of those videos again? Put your clothes on this time. So you watch a tape with multiple people on it, and then if you like them, you'd then take the tape back and you'd say, okay, I like these people. If they match with you, number 47, set up a date. Thanks very much. Yep. Yeah. Um, but of course, to set up the date, you'd have to then pay more money and it was all blah, blah, blah. Yes. Uh, and this guy was... I bet it, you that's a real thing. It might have been. It was It was pre-Tinder. It, it was Tinder 101. Yeah. I mean, it was pre, I said pre-social media, all that kind of thing. So, um, so basically, he's trying to find this girlfriend, uh, and he's not having a lot of luck. <laughs> he's not the most aesthetically pleasing man, and his arrangement at home doesn't really fit a lot of people. <laughs> Let's be honest. Mum's cramping his style. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> he sees while he's there, there's a bin of... Um, like discounted tapes. Excellent. And there's no use getting those because most of the people that would be on it would already have been maybe on dates or found someone or whatever else. So, yep. But there's one in there called Rent a Power and it's just got a guy on the front and it's Will Wheaton. Yes. Um, and basically takes his tape home. And what the tape is, it's um, it's having a conversation with you mm. where you fill in the gaps. I fill in the blanks. So it's like, you know, um, hi, mate, really good to meet you and so forth. Um, my name's... Will Wheaton. If it was going to be Will, whatever. My name's Will, you know... um. What's your name? And you go, oh, my name's Troy. Oh, it's really nice to meet you, man. That's, I'm so glad that we get to be friends. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> and it moves long and I don't want to spoil it because it's actually a good film. Yep. Um, 
But he starts learning the tape and he starts having conversations with the tape quite regularly. Oh, because he understands what's yeah, coming so up. Yeah, so it becomes... And he doesn't have any friends. So it's, it's like, like this person is his friend. Yes. Um, this one And then VHS he just moves tape. further and it gets just a little bit darker. And it actually... It's a... If you like things that kind of... when you, At the end you go, fucking what now? Yes. This is a movie for you. And it's got like 6.8 on IMDb and... And where did um, we see this? Um, I on watched this here. Yes. Yeah, so it didn't go to the cinema or anything. No, no, no. It doesn't So sound. Yeah, so do a bit of a search. See if you can find a copy somewhere and, and stream or whatever you do. Perfect. And um, and check it out. It's It's got a bit of a cult following. And I think yes. mainly because it's Will. Yes. Because he has a cult following. He sure does. Yeah, and, um, He's banking on that and Will it's pretty money. Well. And look, it's made cheaply, but it sucks you in real quick. Mm. Yeah, it's a good film. So, Will Wheaton, well done, mate. You're doing really well. Well, well played. Bro. Crushing it. Crushing it. <laughs> Crushing it. <laughs> now, speaking of movies from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it's my accommodation Chinese Klingon. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the, well, I wouldn't say breakout, but smash hit in Whoa. 1988? Risky Business. Oh, no. Well, 88. No, that would probably be about 82, maybe. I didn't know this was going to be a game, but sure. We can do that. <laughs> you always make things <laughs> you, in a freaking game. I wasn't game. going to. You normally do. You make it a quiz because you know it I is hate now. quizzes. All right. And it's before a quiz you know, now. it's a quiz. Pick All the right. game. Pick, pick the movie, <sighs> 1988. 1988. Yep. Um, Surely there's got to be some kind of. You're going to give me anything? Was it a popular. Was it really a smash hit movie? Uh, or gro- you- grossed 151 million worldwide. Oh, it's a fair bit back then. Budget of 18 million. And stars an A-list actor that would still be considered A-list today. Oh, 88. And uh, PG rated. There you go. That's oh, the I was, was going to say Dead Calm and Nicole Kidman. Mm. Um, but it's not PG though. No, because just... she showed her boobies in that one. For those who don't know, I want to see Nicole Kidman's boobies. <laughs> I must admit, I, I wore that tape out a bit on that one. Rented that one a few times. Um, this, this actor is still... Active, right? On. Like I wouldn't call Nicole Kidman active in actoring. Oh, she's still oh, actually about. no, she still yeah, is. She's yeah, doing she stuff. Is. All right. Anyway, yep. not Nicole Kidman. Rightio. Um, not is it an Carmen. American film? Yes, an American film. Rightio. Um, obviously, would have gone to the cinema. So it was made one hundred fifty million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is it an action film? No. No. Okay. So that case, is it is it more of a drama then? No. Okay. Fuck it. That brings it back to comedy or thriller. Uh, we'll, um, we'll say comedy. Right, I will say comedy. Um, and the actor's still going now. Uh, yes. would it, was Bill Murray the actor? No. Oh, that would Bigger been, than Bill. Bigger than Bill. Bigger than Bill Murray. Bigger than Bill Her. Wow. Yep. Um, okay. Um, 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 oh, shit. 1988. Mm. A-list actor. Is it a film that I would know? Like, would I just pull it out of the bag and go bang? If you don't know this film, pretty much this is the last episode of the South Road Boys. Really? Fuck yeah. Wow. Like, okay. If you have not at least known about, if not seen this film, 88. I will be so surprised. Right. Um I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw throw a couple of movies out there then. Weekend of Bernie's. No. I don't even know if it's the right era, but mm. kind of going around there. Um I'd, I'd probably narrow it down to actors. Down to actors. Oh, crap, it's a comedy. And I'm talking A-list. So, but this actor is not always known for comedies. Okay. Is it a male or a female actor? Boy. It's a boy, right, eh? It's a male actor, yes. Right. Figured that. 
Um, Home Alone. Ooh, the Culkin. Mm. That's a actually really that probably good... would have been early nineties though. Yeah, maybe and it wasn't. No. It wasn't Home Alone or any of the. No, but I'm considering probably a list actor now. To be honest, no. That's... This person is still would be demanding a list. Is an A list. Considering we're not doing like yes or no's. Yeah, I can. Um, how old was this person in this film? Mm. Roughly, doesn't have to be exact. Hmm. I couldn't tell you. I reckon he's late twenties, just by looking at his okay, picture. Okay, so not too young. Just by looking at his picture, but hang on, let me go to this person's. So that means he's in his probably fifties and sixties now. He was born in nineteen fifty-six. So fifty-six. Okay. Yes, yeah, so. Oh, so almost yeah, twenty-eight. Yeah. Okay. Nineteen fifty-six. A comedy. Nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck me. Um, I can give you one word out of another film that will make you guess who it is, oh. or I can tell you an interesting fact. That give me an interesting fact. In 2020, Australia was very concerned that we might be the place where this actor died. Uh, so it would have been um, uh, Forrest Gump. Correct, Mr. Tom Hanks. Mm. Was not for us. Movie it would have eighty eight, possibly big. Correct. Bang. Mm. Well done. Did need a little hint though. Yeah, a little hint. I wouldn't have actually gone to him to be honest. I wouldn't have thought of him. But seriously, but you are right. A list actor. Like, yep. and if we had have killed him with COVID, I'm telling you here and now, I think we probably would have had war declared upon us, and Australia would be no more if we killed Tom Hanks. So, the reason why I bring up... Would have possibly killed his wife too, though. She was also here. Yeah, but I don't think we, the Americans would have cared so much. But if we had <laughs> wow. a kid... Well, no, if we had a killed fucking Tom Hanks. I mean... Yeah. You know. Come on. <laughs> Tom Hanks for crying out loud. They would have blamed us too. Let's be honest. Wouldn't they ever? Fucking Australia. That's fucking what Australia. Hashtag fucking Australia. Couldn't take care of Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I decided on the weekend that... Kids and I were going to watch a movie. Okay. And there's often a fervent discussion around A, whose turn... Fervent? Yes. What the fuck does fervent mean? Uh, passionate. Why wouldn't you just say passionate then? Why would you bring out a word that just makes you sound clever? Oh, because I like the word fervent. Fervent. Okay, you obviously don't fervent. use... Fervent. I've never used the word fervent. I've never heard the word fervent. That's incorrect. We've had this conversation about the word fervent before really? on this very podcast. Seriously? Fuck, look. Oh, look, a sunken castle. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got goldfish syndrome? Wow. Roadies, go to the back catalogue. Can you just message us? Let us know what... Please tell me where fervent is, because mm. I do not believe that. You don't believe that it was been an episode? Oh. I know you don't lie to me, so I kind of have to. Oh, no, I do. But about this, no, I'm not. <laughs> anyway, Tom Hanks. So I, said, so I said, it's not the kids' turn to choose. I'll choose the film. And anything that's currently out in the last five years that's suited to the under 10 set, yep. uh, my kids have probably seen. Cool. So can I just point out um, Blair Witch Project? Have they seen that yet? Uh, not yet, okay. But it's on the must-watch list. Sweet, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, we're waiting for a late night when it's really dark and rainy. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and you're in a tent, <laughs> and we're in a tent somewhere, watching it on a tablet. As we say, we're about to go for a three-day hike somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I just went, you know what? How about we just watch big? 
you know, it's a movie that I know. It's a PG film, but my kids are okay with PG. But when it is PG, one of them, either me or my wife will actually sit there and watch Can it. Can I just ask a question? Because it's been a very long time since I've seen that film to mm. the point where I don't really remember it that well. Mm. But is it a case of um, the young boy is transferred into an older man's body? So, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Sorry, spoilers for this 1988 film. Yeah, so yeah. anyone who hasn't seen Tom Hanks in the 1988 critically acclaimed hit Big, and you don't want to know some of the plot, this is not the podcast for you because I am going to spoil the fuckery out of it. So, You've been warned. You have been warned. A big warning. Big warning because I don't want people jumping on my dick over, oh, you spoiled Big for us. I was getting around to it eventually. Um, so he got there and was at a theme park, a 12-year-old boy was at a theme park, mm-hmm. and he sees this fortune teller of course he does. sort of uh, arcade machine. And it says, insert a coin and make a wish. So he inserts a coin. It goes into the mouth of the the, the mystic figure. It's a 12-year-old boy's in a park and he puts something in the mouth of a mystical figure. Correct. Nice. And, this is a great film. And it says, make a wish. And he goes, I want to be big. And then a little card pops out mm-hmm. and uh, it says, your wish has been granted. And then he looks down and sees that the machine is not plugged in. He goes home. He goes home, goes to bed, and then wakes up the next morning as Tom Hanks. Right. um, And goes down, goes to the bathroom, looks in the mirror and goes, what the fuck's that? And then (laughs) looks down in the jocks and goes, and then goes down and tries to explain to his mum what's happened. She sees a grown-ass man in his underwear and freaks out. Freaks obviously. out. What have you done to my son? What have you done to my son? I am your son. She gets a knife. She's starting to call police. So he does a runner. Enlists. Says that would have ended quickly if she just stabbed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it would have a seven minute short film. Dead. <laughs> um, so he enlists the help of his 12 year old mate who lives next door. And they decide that they need to track down the machine and make a wish to make him a kid again. Mm hmm. So he needs to hide out. And where else are you going to hide out when you're a 12-year-old boy, now turned into the body of a 28-year-old man? New York. Of course. And New York. Anyway, so he ends up in a toy store because he's a grown-ass man and he can do grown-ass man things. And he goes to a toy store. And he meets the owner of the toy store who gets there and they're having a conversation and he's, what about this toy? And why doesn't this toy work? And blah, 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 blah. And this guy goes, fuck, you're a bit of a, a genius. Um, He actually gets a job, sorry, he gets a job at this toy company in IT because he's good with computers, Mm -hmm. (laughs) apparently, because it's it's all floppy disks and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, he gets the job and he gets hired in in charge of marketing or product research for this toy company. That's irrelevant. I didn't realize when I said to my kids, yeah, yeah, it's fine to watch this. I'll watch it with you, that they say, fuck. (laughs) A 12-year-old kid really? says, fuck. <laughs> it's only one. That's all they get. Um, shit. Bullshit. Um, really? Correct. You don't remember these things from a movie from 1988 until you're watching them with your children. But the thing that I didn't remember oh. is there's a female executive. And at one point when he first meets her, they crash into each other and papers are on the floor. So mm-hmm. they're picking them up. And then you see him look at her and the camera angle is looking between her blouse and her lacy bra. And I'm like, well, yeah, I get it. Because if I was a 12-year-old boy, that's what you do. 
And that scene goes very, very quickly and flew over the heads of my children. Yep. Thankfully. And then they're at a party and she says, well, how about we go and hang out? And he goes, do you want to come back to my place? And she's gone, okay then. (laughs) (laughs) And they're standing at the front door going, and she's like, well, I didn't, I didn't think we'd, you know, would do this. And he goes, oh, you mean, oh, you want to have a sleepover? And she's gone, okay. And he goes, well, I'm on top. (laughs) And she's like, okay. And they walk inside and he shows, (laughs) he's got bunk beds. (laughs) But the thing is, he's oh, got a trampoline set because he's got this money. Gold. So he's bought all the things a 12-year-old kid would. He's got a pinball machine. He's got a trampoline in his apartment. He's got a Pepsi machine that doesn't cost any money. Yep. And they do all this kind of stuff. And it's like time for bed. Oh, and he goes, all right. And she's in bed looking all, you know, seductive. And he runs to the bed and jumps up and gets on the top bunk. <laughs> anyway, oh, so that's Tom. fine. Fast forward a little bit further down the film. And they have their first kiss. And that's fine. It was a bit innocent. And then the scene that I wasn't remembering was there. She kisses him, looks at him, undoes her blouse and takes it off. And is just standing there in her bra. And I'm like, I know what's, I know what's being not so subtly inferred here. And then she reaches over and turns off the light. Tom reaches back and turns the light back on. <laughs> Because he obviously wants to look. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, we'll just fast forward this a little bit. And then it, the screen fades to black. Yep. Now, I don't know how much of that registered with my children. Big shout out to Ellen and Jake. Um, but later in the day, my wife came home. And what did you watch? Oh, we watched Big. And my son goes, yeah, he was naked. <laughs> and Amy's going, huh? He goes, yeah, when he woke up, he was a grown man and he's in these tiny little jockeys. <laughs> so obviously this, the bra scene had, had flown over yep. his head and he hadn't thought anything of it and, and whatever. But Doesn't not- that show that you don't know what kids take in? Not always what you expect they will. And obviously things that you maybe wouldn't expect sometimes yes. as well that maybe not be good yes. that you don't think they would. Make no mistake, my daughter, who's 10, clocked every swear word that was in the film. <laughs> there was either a giggle or a look at me yeah. going, oh, I can't believe they said She's that. singing, oh, I don't know that one. <laughs> I've got to remember that one uh, for think, later. I think she knows them all yeah. and she does have uh, an awareness that those words aren't to be used at school, perhaps. It's okay if you say them in Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's an online course. <laughs> so there you go, mate. That's... Uh, it's a trap for um, for new players, for new parents. It's true. I wouldn't. I mean, it's been a while, and it's not one of those ones that sits high on my list of oh, I've got to watch that again. It, no, but I definitely watched it back then. But I would never have expected there to be some swearies, especially not the f bomb by a twelve year old. The only person who says fuck is a twelve year old boy. <laughs> um, I, I was just looking actually at Tom to see what he did back then, mm-hmm. out of curiosity. Um, when he first started off. He was in an episode of, the, episode of The Love Boat. The Love Boat. Um, Happy Days. In the episode of Happy Days. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Happy Days. Strangely enough, when you're talking about the boobies, he was in a show called Bosom Buddies. Of course he for was. For 37 episodes, so he must have been you know, a major player. Yes. He was in three episodes of Family Ties. Oh, now, you pretty much have to be in your 40s at the moment and so forth to know what's... 40s plus. Yeah. To know what these shows are. And that would have to be my favourite... Theme song to any TV show, Family yeah, Ties. It's pretty cool. 
So, but the one I was going to point out, his major first film, the one that really spot him up there, and he Splash? was in the, yes, Daryl Hannah, nineteen eighty four, which I know you would know that, yes, because you, I'm old, <laughs> but you mentioned your wife, yes, having a very similar look at times to what she did. Oh, Amy, Amy curled her hair one day, and it was slightly wet, and I just looked at her and took a photo, and I went, I married Daryl Hannah from Splash. Yep, and she goes, I don't see it. So I posted the photo and Daryl Hannah's photo on socials and a lot of people agree. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. But he had some, I didn't realise until you go back and think again, a bachelor party in 84 yes. was a big movie. Um, he had, he's actually in Dragnet, that's interesting, didn't know that. But um, obviously there was Big, then he had The Burbs, then he had Turner and Hooch and Joe versus a Volcano. Oh, Turner and, and Hooch, that was a big one for um, him as well. A League of Their Own, Slips and Seattle. There's no crying in baseball! Philadelphia, Forrest Gump. Oh, Philadelphia I mean, was fucking great. It just goes on and on. The guy's had a phenomenal career. And he's actually just got a new movie. Um, well, that's why he was in Australia, it? wasn't he? Making a film? Yeah. And he's got a new movie. And I don't know whether it was this one or not. I don't think it was. But um, one called News of the World at the moment. Uh, which I believe, if I saw the trailer, but didn't probably take it in too much. But I believe he finds a girl that's set... Um, quite a few decades in the past, mm-hmm. and I believe he finds a girl that um, her parents were killed and she was taken in by Native Americans Right, um, since she was six, and this is like five years later. Yep. So she really knows their language and their ways, Yes. and then he tries to get her back to her actual family. Okay. So I think it's kind of one of those, you know, very much hit the feels kind of movies yeah, and, yeah, and that yeah, kind yeah. of thing, but he's a phenomenal actor, and he's done so many different roles and different different angles of his ability that mm. he's not really pocketed into any corner. Do you want to know the one word that I was going to give you to tell you who the actor was? Uh, tell me. Wilson! Hey, that would have done it easy. Easy. <laughs> or if you'd said uh, Bruce Springsteen, I would have known that straight away. Because Streets of Philadelphia was a huge song. Oh, well, that that would have been a bow that I would not have drawn. Oh, there you go. That's an arrow I would have caught. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> With our verbal uh, painting of not everything that comes up Borg. <laughs> <laughs> now speaking of the eighties, yep. Last week we touched on this briefly. <sighs> the diary from nineteen ninety. My official, not unofficial, official countdown student diary, packed with pop picks, info, gags, koalas. And even room Koalas. that was something that was added later with sticky tap, by the way. <laughs> okay, right. And even room for homework. And I love the tagline: "Make school really cool." Uh-huh. Uh huh. So what I'll do is I'll go through the bits that I think. Well, I haven't read through it, but we covered obviously my uh, particulars there. Yep. A bit a bit about me, our star signs, our horror scopes, um, the fill in the blanks competition. I. I just don't think that... It let us down, didn't I it? I think it did let us down yeah. a little bit. Uh, the absent for school, the reason why it was circled was, this one's for Joe. Um, my mother forgot to unlock my cage. Now, just remember, I've looked at some of this. None of this appears to be my handwriting. Like, I love that someone else has filled in your diary But for I don't you. think it's someone else. I think it's someone's else. I think it's multiple authors. Oh. Because the handwriting does differ. Okay. But the good thing is, on one of these pages, when you need help, when you've got a problem and can't deal with it on your own or you need some advice, these telephone numbers may help. They'll put you in touch with professional, caring, and confident counsellors. Fantastic. And advisors. 
contraception and pregnancy advice. One for each state. Especially if you suddenly have a big scenario. Well, exactly. Mm. And there's lots of 002 numbers or all that kind of stuff. Uh, drug referral. So if you want to know where to go get good drugs, <laughs> yep. there's, there's, a nice. number, there's a number in each state. Is that state. 002 as well? Uh, if we're looking at Tasmania, that was 002. See, that's a hard because everything was down south. It was in Hobart. Mm, You're not going to go town. that way if you're a young kid to get drugs. No, well, you wouldn't have to. You just you, go to Ravo. You want something, you want something local. <laughs> something local. Uh, sexually transmitted disease information. They don't say whether or not the for or against, but once again, that's a Hobart number. <laughs> just letting you know how to get it. Uh, but the next one, legal advice. <laughs> so see the first two points there, once yeah, again. So in other words, when your parents don't unlock the cage, exactly. <laughs> you get a lawyer. Um, here's a shocking one that I didn't think. Rape, crisis, and sexual Jesus. abuse advice. Once again, you had to go to Hobart. Mind you, though. I mean, we're talking 1990s, so that was grade 10. Mm. I mean, shit happens. Shit does, unfortunately, and it's been happening for longer than mm. you and I are in grade 10. Yep. And AIDS information. Oh, because that was the decade where AIDS was huge. And this was a national number. 008 02 From anywhere in Australia, local call charge only. So that would have been, compared to now, would have been the 1-800 number. Exactly. Mm. Yep, that was exactly what it was. Um, study guide. Um, was there a pizza number in there? One three double one double six. Pizza hut delivery. No, it's uh, don't cram. Gives you a bit of information about that. Find the best time for your study. Uh, seek out the background. Sooner or later, you'll find yourself with a, a thought block. Uh, studying for twelve hours straight while downing coffee and pills will get you a good <laughs> mark. I oh, will not get you a good mark. There's no. There is such a thing as overstudy. Eat well. Sleep well. I'm sorry, is that written in there by someone or is that actually printed no, in the book? No, this is printed. This is printed So advice. they're saying 12 hours of study with... Studying for 12 hours straight while downing coffee and pills will not <laughs> get you a good mark. There is such a thing as overstudy. Eat well, sleep well, and feel fit. Good luck with the parroting training. Jesus. So a bit of a... They're keeping it real. Bit of a dig at the, um, the educational system there. Parrot training. Uh, term dates. There you go, just in case you wanted to know. Now, we've got, it can be told, the Countdown Diary, History of Rock and Roll. Okay, that's got me in. Do we want to know the history of rock and roll? I think we definitely do. Okay. There's a lot of music lovers on this podcast. There sure are. So, in 1789, Ludwig van Beethoven grows his hair, writes the Fifth Symphony. In 1796, Ludwig van uh, Beethoven goes deaf after playing behind a huge stack of marsh lamps. 1799, Rolling Stones form. Uh, 1806, nothing much happens. 1807, nothing much happens. 1808 to 1950, nothing much happens. (laughs) 1951, Bill Haley renames his band the Country Rodeo Fun Boys, The Comets. Records the first single, Yeehaw, Partners, Lasso Up Them, Buckin' Broncos, is a flop. (laughs) 1952, Bill Haley releases Rock Around the Clock tonight. A hit, Haley acclaims, the best songwriter since Schubert. Even the Queen tears up at the cinema seat when Haley tours the UK. Wow. 1953, Little Richard, so called after accidentally being left overnight in the washing machine. <laughs> this is such teenage humour. Is hailed as the America's greatest poet after coining the phrase, a wop bubble bop a wop bamboo 1954, Memphis producer Sam Phillips says, if you could find a white man who could sing like a black man, I could make a billion dollars. 1955, 
Phillips discovers Elvis Presley, but only <laughs> makes 40,000. <000. laughs> uh, 1956, Elvis Presley crowned the King of Rock, hits Hound Dog, Blue Suede Shoes, Wahong, Hamburger Hawaii Style, You're So Square, Baby, I'm a Rectangle, Pour Forth. 1957, former Yugoslavian wine merchant <laughs> Chuck Berry oh emigrates God. to the USA and quickly becomes rock legend hit with Johnny B. Good. Jerry Lee Lewis breaks up the partnership with Dean Martin and has a hit, Great Balls of Fire. Because I think Dean Martin played Jerry Lee. Anyway, <laughs> 1958, a bad year for rock. Elvis is inducted into the army as a bazooka. <laughs> and, and while Lewis goes down the drain after admitting he had a 10-year-old piano. 1959, Bruce Springsteen begins a set. Bruce. <laughs> 1960, the Bobby era. At one time, 97 records on the Hot 100 are called Bobby. 1961, Roy Orbison. I think it was, there was a lot of people called Bobby. Right. Uh, 1961, Roy Orbison is nicknamed the Big O after a kebab cafe he owns in Los Angeles has a hit with Pretty Woman. 1962, the Beach Boys hit the scene with a series of hits about surf, fun, cars and beach balls. Hits of the year include Surf, January, Fun, February, Cars, March, Beach Balls, April. <laughs> 1963, Rock, it seems, is dead. Dum, dum, dum. But there's life yet, stirring in Liverpool, England. Unfortunately, Frankie goes to Hollywood and can't get a record deal for another 20 years. <laughs> 1964, The Beatles, comprising of Paul, John, Thingy and Ringo. Thingy. <laughs> Thingy. Hit the US with a series of hits, including She Loves You, I Saw Her Standing There, Darling I Love You, I've Got a Car, and Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. 1965. Folk protest becomes popular. Bob Dylan, leader of the movement, releases an LP. <laughs> Good luck if you know what an LP is. Uh, <laughs> releases the LP protesting how expensive Mars bars are. <laughs> 1966, psychedelic movement begins. New bands include Opal Cockroach, Banana Crucifix, and Salmon States of America, with a K. Uh, where are we at? 1967, Beatles release Sgt. Pepper. First concept album, The World Changes Overnight. That's not far from the truth. 1968, Bruce Springsteen reaches Interval. <laughs> oh, Apparently, Bruce Springsteen is known for doing quite long concerts. He does. Yeah. Three to four hour concerts. Yeah. Well, you know, what value for money. money's worth. Yeah. yeah. 1969, Chuck, uh, Woodchuck Music Festival held. Eight Woodchuck. Million, yeah. Eight million people sit in the field to hear groups such as Captain Ted's Eastern Poodle, The Peanut That Ate Seattle, and Pet Shop Boys. 1970, singer-songwriter James Taylor reaches number one with I've Seen Fire and I've Seen Rain, a song about his addiction to arson. <laughs> Uh, 1971. I don't think this is littered with fact. Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> 1971, the glitter era begins with such acts as T-Rex, David Bowie, Gary Glitter, Ronnie Rubber, Steve Spangles, and Mikey Makeup Moy. <laughs> 1972, Bruce Springsteen begins <laughs> Rosalita. <laughs> okay, here we go. That was you. 1973, Pink Floyd released Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, a concept album about a drummer with pimples. It stays at the chart for 174 years. Now, circled is the year of my birth, 1974. Right. Led Zeppelin released the uh, euphorical, mysterious mansions of Monkey Moo, Moo, LP. Title is thought to be a reference to Zepp's bank account. 
1975, ABBA release, I Do, I Do, I Do, I Do, I Do. World changes overnight. Of course True. it does. 1976, Sex Pistols begin punk era. Soon musicians are being auditioned. When was that, 76? 1976. Mm. I like the way you ask that question as if that's the fact. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sex Pistols begin... Just trying the- to keep it keen. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it. Yeah. Sex Pistols begin the punk era. Soon musicians are being auditioned by measuring how far they can spit. <laughs> 1977, the Bee Gees release Staying Alive, the greatest moment in rock. <laughs> Really? 1978, Bruce Springsteen finishes oh, Rosalita, begins his first encore. 1979, video invented. 1980 to 1984, lots of videos. Ah. 1985, Live Aid. Because video killed the radio star, you know that? It did. Mm. 1985, Live Aid held. 47 trillion people get together <laughs> in peace and harmony, and that's just the band's. Oh, 1986, Kylie Minogue joins Neighbours. Oh. 1987, Kylie Minogue, crown, Queen of Rock. Queen of Rock. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. 1988, Bross. Oh, Bross. Release, I owe you nothing. They were so big back I then. I know. Matt Goss named one of my favourite singers by Luciano Pavarotti. <laughs> and last but not least, the year before this was released... 1989, all rock stars develop head colds and give up careers. Ooh, coming in 1991, next year's diary, the Countdown Diary Guide to Barquette Paradox Saxophone Players. Well, there you go. The uh, the Countdown Diary History <laughs> of Rock and Roll. Incredible. Incredible. Thank what else have we got? very much for that. <laughs> now here, look. Oh, this is just as this is a nostalgia wave. So I sat next to in homeroom. Homeroom. <laughs> homeroom. Jesus, we're going back. We are. I sat next to uh, a guy called Kevin. Kevin. Of course Lyle. he did. Now Kev, fuck, he was cool because he was either number one or number two in the chess club, and I was only third string. So for me, he was like a god to the point where we were so cool. Kev was a bit of an artist. He would draw characters and we made our own chessboard. Oh, fantastic. How cool were we? Anyway, so what he's done you here... You would have had the girls just I know. coming around in circles, just chanting your names. <laughs> I know. Mm. Anyway, so Kev, I'll show you the artwork, but I'm, I think... And this I, is before the Queen's Gambit too. This is when the, chess was cool back then. Exactly. This is, so, I mean, we're not Russian sort yeah. of level, but... You just had a resurgence of chess in that time. Um... This is all characters of what it was like on my first day, my second day, my third day. Um, I don't know whether or not we'll, we'll, we might take some photos of this and put it on the socials, uh, but I definitely will try and find Kevin because I haven't, 30 years probably okay. haven't spoken to him, but he did write in the margins, keep this, you'll be rich when I'm famous. <laughs> oh, nice. Kev was always drawing. Kevin. I loved it. Uh, oh, here we go. Now, remember there was... You sprung upon me that oh. you met in the wild one of my first girlfriends. Oh, yes. That was in a an episode maybe back in maybe the 30s or the 40s. And the I think we titled the episode Lynn. Mm. Well, for Lynn, if you are listening, um, I won't give out the number, but I do know that you were on Wright Street <laughs> in East Devonport. And I do have your old home phone number. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, it's great. 
and it is the Proof. first. It is the first name in my book. Proof. And there was uh, a love heart, and I think it did say, oh, "Hello, uh, Lynn for Joe," but it must have ended badly because they're now crossed out. <laughs> um, oh, that's wonderful, young oh, love. It just really is. A uh, couple of lusty monkeys. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have gone that. Uh, we had remember Howie. Who was on our episode back in the early teens? Yes, yes. Um, I have his sister's phone number and details okay, right. there. She was in my grade. Um, a couple of other people I went you to school. Just a with. wild stallion back then. Uh, now here's when I thought. I always thought that you know perhaps I was an intellect. <laughs> I was wrong, but I did think it. I had a favourite quote because everyone had favourite quotes. Of course, when you're in grade ten. Can you remember your favourite quote from grade 10? No, I cannot, strangely enough. I can. Yeah. And I could remember it before this. My favourite quote oh. of the time was, Great spirits have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. <laughs> what the hell? That was an Albert Einstein quote. I'm going to say, it would have been from someone. How emo of me. Wow. Maybe that was my way of dealing with... The constant ridicule and bullying at school. That's a good quote, though. Great spirits have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. That is great. <laughs> Once Actually, again, I've got I've got Kev's details. I'm not sure if he's still in Upper Natone. <laughs> Once again, though, in all honesty, yes, I, I believe that you would have been just the coolest like catnip for women <laughs> back then. I do have. Uh, Once again, I've got your. Your phone number here, oh, three seven one four one four. Nice, love that. Which is the same number if they still had the home phone connected. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So we had that for the entirety. Do you want to know what I had in an average week, class wise? <sighs> Why not? Why not? Uh, so Monday was English, maths, social science, science, lunch, health ed, and IT. What was? Let's go back. What was social science again? I think it was I'm trying to remember even what that was. Remembering the war, social studies. Okay. Uh, it, it might be social studies. I've just got SS. So when I said social science, it could just be social, social studies. Social science rings a bell for me. Yeah. So I think it was just us looking at what's happened in the world history and, and all that kind of stuff and our environment, maybe looking at other cultures mm. and all that kind of stuff. So Very in-depth and deep. I know. Mm. I, I, can you remember, because Friday I had care. C-A-R-E. Oh, I do remember that, but I don't remember what it was. I've got no idea. But it appears that that made up all of my Fridays. Was that possibly um, like spare time when you could study and do whatever you wanted to do? Was it In grade 10? A full day? Yeah, no, that wouldn't be Fuck, right. that's a license to just recipe for disaster, isn't it? I'm assuming it? then that CARE must have been an acronym for something. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it would have been. Well, hang on. No, I've got PE, so it's not something to do with sports. Mm-hmm. That was Wednesdays, by the way, first two periods. Okay, of course. PE. Used. Absolute fit athlete, you. I Can you remember what what would be Thursday between uh, play lunch and big lunch? <laughs> S and D. S and D? Yes. It's not, it's not B and D. <laughs> it's not, not roll S&M. the doors. Not S and M. science and design. Really? Science and design. Yes, because as you would remember, you are sitting across from the recipient of the Tasmanian Science Talent Search Award. Of course. Because I built a harmonograph (laughs) and I fucking won. (laughs) I was such the cool kid. (laughs) 
I just so wasn't. Anyway, uh, Tech, I'd like to know what... If any of our roadies are old enough to remember and went to Penguin High School in the 90s, and you know what CARE is, yeah, let me care. know. It must be an acronym. Yeah, I've got a couple of people's birthdays here. Uh, what are we at? January. Um, January 7th. Tracy Whitehead just had a birthday. Oh, so there you well go. Done. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Tracy. Hopefully you're still with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh wow. That was that was a bit dark. Um, ooh, I've, once again, someone else's handwriting is filled in. Of course it is. Did you know someone who didn't get a countdown I diary? Thought this is an imposter diary. Um, do I know someone who didn't get one? Well, I know someone who didn't get one. Sam see. English. Because she filled it in. Her name rings a bell, too. I uh, lived in Penguin up the top of South Road. Hmm. Yeah. John English's daughter. Correct. Now, <laughs> January starts off with a picture of a cartoon character of Nicole Dixon. Okay. Do you reckon she might have been from Neighbours? I have no idea. Quote of the month. Don't worry, be happy. Bobby McFerrin. Hmm. Uh, am I looking forward to summer? Yes. Once again, this is not my handwriting. Can you think of one good thing about homework? Finishing it. Um, most embarrassing thing about your family? Me. That's a fair call, though. Uh, where would you like to live, Queensland? Who with? Mark Stevens. Mark Stevens. Nice words. Um, well, I don't think I wrote this. <laughs> Maybe I did want to reach out and touch somebody. <laughs> uh, do you think you've lived before? Nah. Uh, who were you? No one. What kind of pet do you have? A dog? Do you have to do the dishes? Yeah. What is the? What does your name mean? Well, someone's written this for me because my name means the gift of God. Mm-hmm. That's what Joseph is. Favorite record of the month? Oh, tell me what that is. John Farnham. Nice. I reckon. And the least favorite record of the month? Oh, oh this is harsh. Why are people so unkind? <laughs> Kamal. Really. Poor Kamal. Kamal and Tom Jones. Oh, miss um, Kamal. And what are we... Last one I think we'll do for this. It's got famous birthdays. The last famous birthday was Sunday the 21st of January. It was Billy Ocean, born in 1950. Oh, there you go. And then it's just a bit of... Um, oh, here's something really cool. On every day... It's got an interesting fact. So, uh, what are we at? The 25th? Fuck me. Died this year, or last year, on the 25th of January, Eddie Van Halen, born in 1957. Oh, there you go. And that was it. And tomorrow, Australia Australia. Day, Andy (laughs) Cox from Fine Young Cannibals was born in 1960. Fine Young Cannibals. She drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are pages missing because I go from nothing. Ah, I don't know why I've ripped it. The, the oh, incriminating no, stuff is no, gone. Because it's look, a conspiracy, Joe. No, because look, here it's we go. It's a conspiracy. These are just written as lines because it's not part of the school day. It's a conspiracy. First day of school would be Monday the 22nd of January for mm. some schools. So that's it until we hit February. I would love for a statue suddenly read something and it's a clue to some mystery now. Oh, I think so too. Um <sighs> For those people who are eagerly anticipating February, special guest character, Alex Pappas. <laughs> Alex Pappas. Who, oh, so funny. Oh, wow. I met someone two years ago in Tassie when we first moved here. I worked with her. Um, 
who's not old enough to remember Alex Pappas. Alex Pappas, he was Neighbours, wasn't he? Yeah, but he mm. also had a f- hit movie, which was called The Heartbreak Kid. Oh, yes. Which was a bit of which a... Which had um, Mrs. Claudia... Ro- was it Claudia? Not sure. It was, a bit, it was a bit Mrs. Robinson, though, yeah. where a young teenage boy falls in love with his school teacher. I can't remember whether or not they do it, but when I met this girl, she introduced herself, and I went, Oh, I love you, Pippa! <laughs> because that was the name of the character, and that's what Alex Pappas said. I love you, Pippa! Yeah, Claudia Carvin. There you go. Well, well done, Troy. Because mm. um, I actually remember that was one of the first times that I actually had a crush on her, because I thought she was <laughs> you've pretty had, good. You've had multiple since? Um, I, <laughs> she actually is. She's a stunning woman. Question. She's had a lot of fantastic roles on Australian television since then. Question. Mm. Is there anyone you actually haven't had a little crush on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than me? <laughs> Can I just point out, though? Yes. Um, was she in Sweet and Sour? Um, Alex Pappas. Yeah, still working, probably as a multimillionaire. Um, is not in that movie. Alex, Alex Pappas is not in The Heartbreak Kid. Alex Demetrius is. <gasps> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Demetrius, I love you, Pippa. If that's how it's pronounced. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, you got no. you got it wrong. Oh, shit. Oh. I tell you what, if we didn't have the Google machine, uh, would have just gone with that. Everyone, and you, everyone would have believed us. You would have gone fair enough. Close, close enough. Because we are a trustworthy source of news and entertainment. That's where people come yeah. for their history of 1990 <laughs> pop not. culture references. It's, it's us. So there you go, mate. Um, that, is, that is this month's episode um, of Countdown Student Diary. Um, I will. I've got a teaser. I've oh. got a trailer to a teaser. Can I just say quickly too, Claudia Carvin's character in that movie? I love the fact they try and make it as in that era as woggy as possible. Of course, uh, it was uh, Christina Papadopoulos. <laughs> Papadopoulos. Is it Papadopoulos? Is it? Yes. There you go. Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. When I first moved to Melbourne and I worked in a team at Optus, which was called Okotopoulos by the Greek Australians. Uh, there was 15 people in my team who were from Greek background, so I got called Joseph Matheropoulos or Matheropolides. <laughs> and, so there you go. Um, yeah. I do have a teaser. At some point in time, I don't know when, Oh, I have found a letter. Oh, here's another thing that you've found. I have found a letter mm-hmm. to my wife's parents Oh, as a reference from a friend of ours on what an upstanding member of the community I am and am fit to date their daughter. Really? True story. Are you going to read that out sometime? I would definitely (laughs) read that out sometime. It will probably be the episode before my divorce comes through because (laughs) I can't see see my wife being a big fan of it, but... I find it very, very funny. That's hilarious. Is it someone that you guys are still in touch with now? No. The person was uh, an employer of mine. Right. So uh, for anyone who knows uh, Monty's Restaurant in Penguin. Oh, yes. um, Noel. I used to work for Noel. um, And I was telling Noel about this young girl I I wanted to court, uh, go promenading with, as the expression would Mm -hmm. be. And I said that I I probably wasn't the the first choice. For my in-laws, <laughs> and uh, he decided to write me a letter of reference. Oh, that's really which nice. I'm not sure many people get these days. <laughs> that's different. But uh, 
He's a bit of a funny bugger, isn't he? Right. No, good looking forward to that and one. And that will give you a, a bit of a chuckle, right if right I'm honest. And for Penguin people, they would um very much know who Noel is. Yes, definitely. So, definitely. Got to find some random stuff, mate. I, I was looking for something specifically, and I'm a hoarder. I am just like, I'll ferret that away, I'll ferret that away. You and never I'll... know when you'll need it. You just never do. <laughs> You never know whether you're, you're going to start a podcast and you're going to go, what was I doing in 1990? Well, it's time for the guru, though. As it was we time saying, for the guru. That'll never get old. Never. <laughs> guru Josh, may he rest in peace. Ah, poor guy. Mm. Oh, a few pills and stuff. Oh. Very good for you. What are you going to do? Mm. Uh, anyway, oh, now we need to do one more thing before we head off. Mm-hmm. Celebrity Deadpool 2021. We do. We do. We do. We do. We do. This is exciting. Yeah, yeah. give us the news. Give us the news. Right, so obviously we know that Celebrity Deadpool 2020 is won by you. Yes. Joseph Mather, to my disgust, did actually win the most recent Celebrity Deadpool. Oh, he's such a legend. And because you won Celebrity Deadpool, I decided to try and find ways to make it so you don't win again. Yes. Because you did win. By, and look, you weren't the only one to do this. You were just the one that won doing this. Mm. Was to pick quite a few old people in your list because the amount of deaths mm. is what would win you Celebrity Deadpool. Yes. Um, over the previous two years. So mm. this is the third year we're going to run this. I mean, yeah. it's, oh God, it's just a, it's an institution now. <laughs> let's be honest. And as soon as I get my medal, <laughs> hint, hint. Um... <laughs> once I get back, so I've been on holidays. Once I get back into the working stream of things, I'll go right. and organise that. That's fine. Don't, Excellent. Don't panic, mate. That's I'm right. not panicking. Just yeah. thought I'd just remind you. So, of course, we're going to continue this because we love Celebrity Deadpool. Yes. Uh, the people playing Celebrity Deadpool also think it's kind of fun. And we have had some suggestions on perhaps some rule changes. We have. Or variations um, to Celebrity yep. Deadpool. One, one of them is one that I discovered that someone else used somewhere around the globe. Yes. Um, which also then negates your ways of trying to pick all the oldies. Mm. Um, and that is something that we're going to bring in this year. Yes. So it will be that instead of organising your win on the amount of deaths you have, mm-hmm. and we used to have a scenario where you could only pick one person over 100, blah, 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 so that way you didn't have all these people that might fall Rule. off the perch. Rules, rules, oh, no. rules. So we're rules. going to make it simple. Basically, uh, we'll pick 21 names this year. 20 for 2021. Uh, which means if you're in currently in Celebrity Deadpool, and we've got 30-odd people in it currently. Oh, a bit more than that, um, yeah. You're going to just roll over anyway. We're going to keep you in. Yeah, you Because we know you love that shit. It's fine. If you want to change your names, you can change a whole lot if you want. That's fine. Yes. That's, you can just do that. Um, if you don't wish to, it's fine. You just add the amount that you need to bring it up to 21. So if you've had three deaths in the year... Um, you would have to give us four names. Correct. So the three to make up and the one extra for this year. So, but the rule that's going to change it a bit this year, which is why you might want to change a few of your names, Mm. is that you will not receive a point for a death this year. You'll receive the amount of points less 100 minus error. Sorry, with 100 minus the age of the person that dies. Yes. So if you have someone who was 93 and they pass... Get seven points. Perfect. You have someone who was sixty-three. Yes, you're going to get thirty-seven points. Yes. So suddenly it means that picking the oldies might not necessarily be the best way to go. So you may only need to get one one death. person, yeah. and someone else. So may if have Justin 20. Bieber dies, you're probably going to win. Everyone will <laughs> Everyone. win. <laughs> the, I think the world. I think the music world wins. Yes. But I think specifically someone will There'll win. There'll be another charge on Capitol Hill. Like, people will just be celebrating everywhere. Hat with horns everywhere. <laughs> and no one will care. No. They'll be happy. <laughs> um, so that's the big one. That's the real big one in that regard. So yes. we're going to make it so um, 
no use picking someone over 100 because it's not worth anything to you. Um, so take their age out of the 100. That's how many points you've got. Yes. Mm. So you Thanks. can have the 99 club and pick up a point. One, 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 yep. one, one. You can have 10 deaths and you get 10 points. So be it. Fuck. Someone walks in with one death and gets 20 points. It smashes you. Done. Son. Crushes you. Will? Weasley crushes you. <laughs> Weasley crushes you. You can have Weasley crush and I reckon you're going to pick up 60 points there, oh, aren't you? I'll tell you, Will. Yeah, he would be, he'd be in his 40s now, I reckon. Yeah. Maybe. You oh. get 50 points at least. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be going all right. Mm. So, so that's rule, a big one. So rule number one uh, must be a bona fide celebrity and we judge that because it's our fucking yeah. rules, by the name has to appear in the first page of a standard Google search. Yes. Not a character, not no. a fucking dog. Not an animal. <laughs> not we, an animal. Someone wanted that last year and we said no. No. No, because we're, and we're not even going to do that. Oh, but this is that in dog years and this is that in human years and it's just too much, man. Logistics. Math. Too much, no. man. Yep. So it has to be human. Yep. You cannot actively contribute... To the death of your celebrity. Exactly. And it's an important rule. Because <laughs> we don't want the authorities knocking on our door Going, saying, you've oi. incited murder. Yeah, that's not it's good. Like, no, we didn't. We incited competitiveness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uber competitiveness. So you can't do that. You can't... I won't say you can't kill anyone in the list. You can't have anything to do with it. Mm. You can't You can't be like a Hannibal Lecter <laughs> who just rings up a serial killer and says, you know what? You should do this. It's a really good idea. And they're like, oh, yeah, if Hannibal said to do it, I should do it. Exactly. So you can't do that. Now, we do have one other big change is we did have roadies at the middle to tail end of last year going, oh, I hear you talking about this Celebrity Deadpool 2020. I want it in, but it's closed. Yeah, we said, fuck you! Fuck you, motherfucker! <laughs> we gave you weeks! Exactly. So we're actually going to give you 12 months. So well, any, not 12 months. Well, the entire, entire until the end of the year till it closes. Till the bell tolls midnight on December 31st, 2021, is the time where you have to submit 21 names. So if you're an existing player and we've automatically rolled you over... And you go, you know what? I want to change one and or all of my list. You can do that once. That's cool. Yep. If you are in July, first listener to the South Road Boys, what the bloody hell have you been doing? Uh, but welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> then you can give us 21 names, but you only have six months to accrue as many yeah. deaths so as you So you haven't can. got as much time to win. No. But you never know. If you pick the right family and there's a bit of a San Andreas fault of it all, <laughs> <laughs> you never what? You, you can always pick up a couple of um, and as you really only need one death, you just need the right death. Exactly right. And look, we did have a trade period last year for something new. We're not doing that this time. No, let's just pick your names, let it roll, let it roll. Yep, and double down, and we're on. Always bet on black. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, so the people that have already got a current list, I said you can kind of you can keep it and just top it up. Mm. Um, we're going to let you just go with nineteen names. That's all you've got. You're still in there. Exactly. Uh, but if you want to change it, you got one chance to change it, and that can be. What are you saying? Any time. Yeah, any time. Yep. And that's a little bit of a thanks to you by being part of this too. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, once again, it's a bit of shenanigans. And if we disagree, then you lose. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Because the thing is, as we knew with trade period too, um, if you're going to take someone out of a list, later on that person might die. You're like, why did I do that? Yes. So, so I think- the Could prob- be a tragic move. I think the biggest thing will be is I will probably have to reassess my list. Because I still think that I'm I have... I'm going to reassess mine too. I think I still have quite a few 
that will be only picking me up one or two yeah. points. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm going to reassess. I already know a few names that will pop into mine. So. Oh, mm. interesting, interesting. So we will be giving you our lists in the next couple of weeks. But, roadies, get on board. If you are a big fan of Celebrity Deadpool, hit us up. Yep. Even if you you know someone who doesn't listen to the podcast, um, just tell them about it. Let him jump in. Yeah, why not? And we also have a Facebook group, Celebrity Deadpool, that we get the people playing this in on board so we can actually keep up to date with who's dying around the world. It's a very positive atmosphere to be involved and in. And quite <laughs> frankly, there has been quite a lot. Quite a lot. There's been quite a lot already this year. Yes. Well, no, so Mr. Larry King passed away. Unfortunately. Um, and was on a list or two. Yes. But because we haven't kicked the new one in, unfortunately, bad luck, you don't get that one, kids. True. But so, as of the moment you hear this, if you have one die, you get it. Yeah, I'm happy. Like with if that. your list rolls over, done. You're in. You you've got the point. Yep. So we'll give it to you. So you've missed Fixed. out on three weeks. But if you're anything like us, you want to make probably a new list or a fresh list. It's fun. Exactly. Yeah. Recalculate the opportunity of death. <laughs> Who doesn't want to do that? Who doesn't want to do that? Make it into like a family game. Get the kids involved. Why not? Yes. Get around. Okay, kids. Who do we reckon's going to die? So maybe instead of being an individual, it might be you know the. It might be a case of the... Uh, the Kardashians. The, the Kardashians. Oh, but, Pick but a family. It, but it might be the Smith family. Enter a list. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, good on ch- you. Yeah. <laughs> so, the Smith family. So bring, the, you know, the, the the Barrett family. Yes. You know, so instead of just being Danny Barrett... Yes. The whole family gets in and they oh, join in. I love in. that. Oh, it's great. Sit around the dinner table. Uh, who, who's going to die this who's week, gonna kids? Who's going to die? Has anyone die? Let's check Google. Exactly. <laughs> check or the list every Wednesday. You can put their pictures up on your living room wall. Oh, brilliant. Big, sharpie, red X across yep. anyone who dies. Fantastic. Kids can get... Oh, you, remember how you when you were in school you used to contact your school books with pictures of pop stars and stuff yep. like that? The kids can contact their, their Deadpool list. You know to what it. you could do? Like Pet Cemetery, except a Deadpool Cemetery in the backyard. How And awesome every time is someone that? dies, you make a little fake grave with a cross and you put the person's name on it. So you don't Fun forget for who's died on your list. You oh. could even have a fake service. Oh, brilliant. Because that's what Celebrity Deadpool is all about, yep. is celebrating the lives of celebrities. Exactly. Like they need any more. Yeah. So get on it. Get on it. We want you to be part of it. Um, it's going to be fun again. It's a, Look, it's a little bit of silliness. Mm. Um, and, you know, we jumped pretty quick. We've got 30-odd people in it now. Mm. You know, how, how far can we go? The sky's the limit. I mate. mean, we're going so well now. Ryan Reynolds himself might have him take part. <laughs> exactly. He might do it. Official spokesman. Hugh Jackman's already contacted us. <laughs> so he wants to be in it. He's, he's literally saying, I'll even put on the Deadpool costume. <laughs> Anyway, roadies, on that, uh, I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. Should we have done that in reverse from the start? Well, yeah. Hi, welcome to the South Road <laughs> Boys. Right, piss off. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>